0: Welcome to the Pig and Whistle Tales from Azeroth As always here at the Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind I go for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft And this week on the midweek episode We're going to be going over Rape My Dungeon And we're coming towards the end of the Classic Dungeons now Which is actually quite a lot of uh, episodes to be honest But we're going to be going over Dire Malt. Now I was conflicted as to whether to do three separate episodes But I've kind of congested it into one the reason for this being Dymol has three sections to it: Dymol East, Dymol West, and Dymol North. Uh, all are separate instances, but they all connect as well. So I'm kind of—it's kind of like a lower Blackrock and upper Blackrock Spire, but not as large. I want to say not as like there are two separate instances them ones because one of them is a 10 man instance and the other is five. Whereas all of these are connected and you can literally go from one to the other without having to invite five additional people essentially. So Diamond in its entirety, we have 18 bosses, 19 with a rare included. The layout of the instance is very simple, but it is very Vast, it is a very vast dungeon, a very vast structure. Um, if you uh, try and think about it on a map, if you think of any zone, sort of, um, take Darkshore for example, Darkshore is uh, the second zone the Night Elves see, and essentially, think of the entire length of it that would be how long, uh, Diemalt is essentially, that's the amount of ground that it covers. Um, So that's kind of the best scale that I can give or something like Westfall, the second place for humans, uh, that kind of thing. Um, All of them are connected via like small passages. They're not like very blaring, like put together things. They're very small passages um, where like you can crawl through and there's usually only a few mobs and stuff. But yeah, essentially it is all one sort of network and you can accidentally get lost it is very linear but at the same time it isn't which makes it a good dungeon in my uh, opinion honestly uh some of the loot in there is your best in slot loot what i mean by best in slot is essentially if you're level sixty maximum uh you can get some of your best gear before you go into raid in these instances such as tarnished elven ring for hunters rogues stuff like that any melee you can get a couple caster pieces. Uh this is where the home of the warlock quest chain actually is to get your epic warlock mount, uh which is really cool. You have to kill a demon and then enslave sort of the dread steed essentially. Um so yeah, you can get a lot of done a lot of useful items in Diamol, as well as cooking recipes. Uh you can get a lot of uh, minerals, herbs and stuff because there is a garden in Indyamol, so you could pick a lot of herbs such as Dreamfoil, Sungrass Grom's Blood uh, what are the others? You can't get Plague Bloom in there, what was the other high one? Oh, I can't remember but yeah, a lot of, a lot of herbs that range from um, high levels to low levels essentially uh, as well as Rich Thorium Veins which at the time included Arcane Crystals and Arcane Crystals were very um, lucrative They would go for a lot on the auction house as they were used on some of the best enchants in the game. Now, did they have a revamp in Cataclysm? No, they didn't. They didn't. They left it exactly how it is, which is three separate dungeons, um, but all sort of connected. They didn't change it at all. But essentially, you don't get any. Once you've joined in the random group finder, when you've killed the last boss, you get your bonus XP and you leave. You don't necessarily go searching for the other bosses. There's no need to stuff like that because obviously you outgear the or outlevel the gear very fast nowadays in retail when you are leveling. Um, it, it's it's one of them weird things. Dimal is one of the unique dungeons because a lot of people would run it solo. A certain wing, uh, Dimal East, you'd run solo to get minerals, to get herbs, stuff like that. Um, you'd also get. Obviously, like I said before, some recipes. Um, but the main use of it was for a world buff. So what you did in Diamond North was if you skipped all of the guards and just killed the king right at the end, So if you skipped three or four of the bosses, essentially you kill the king at the very end of the instance and you proclaim yourself the king or queen. And then you can run back through the instance and get certain buffs so some were increased health increased attack power and i think another was like casting speed something like that attack speed might it's something to do with that but essentially these world buffs were very uh at the very much at the forefront of speed running raids uh during world of warcraft classics like uh period these are something that weren't necessarily meant to be brought into Raid and it wasn't scaled to bring all of the world bus into Raid. But people did it because they wanted to see passes, uh, passes being like how well you did on this certain boss compared to everyone in EU, how well your guild did, stuff like that. Um So, yeah, they had a lot of unique properties with obviously the Warlock Mount with people just solo farming it for gold, and then with the uh, the world buffs that it could provide as well. So, overall, it's quite intriguing, the dungeon, but I'm kind of taking it as a dungeon perspective, not as a world buff or, like, quest dungeon. I'm taking it as a pure dungeon, mobs-to-boss sort of ratio, how fun it is, and I would have to say it's a 6 out of 10. It's the mobs in there, there are a lot of mobs, and it's a very good dungeon to possibly, like, grind because of the amount of mobs that are in there. But essentially, it's not the most fun. It's quite fun running around the ruins and seeing the architecture of, like, old Elvish, like kind of thing. Um, but apart from that, it's just loads of ogres and satyr. Uh Nothing too sort of crazy, um, in all honesty. Uh, the only good things that you get are from the very last boss uh, in uh, Diamond North and a couple pieces in like Daimal East, stuff like that but essentially yeah, you're looking at one or two pieces of gear for a lot of time in the instance so it's not really worth the time to uh, gear ratio uh, as I'm going to put it but Daimal is a very unique dungeon as it is A very unique setting for many different things. That is it for this episode. Thank you all very much for listening. Make sure to check out the Patreon podcast for some ad-free content, as well as the Twitch and YouTube constant stuff happening over there. Once again, thank you all very much for listening, and go with Valor Friend. Goodbye, all.